Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. talk about basketball tonight i guess we will keep mcpherson on the fan till 2 a.m if you just heard the nets game the nets win the never know nets i mean you never know what these guys at the end of that game i'm like come on don't let this game slip the nets were supposed to win that game by 11 if you follow vegas gambling odds but what about the knicks man i am just happy that the knicks beat trey young in madison square garden while he's been struggling with Nate McMillan and private stuff hitting the media, this guy had the audacity to wear custom shoes from Adidas that say King of Broadway on them in New York at the Mecca, at the most famous. Take that L, 113-89, the Knicks win. And I think Knicks fans got to be feeling all right about their team, all right about themselves right now. I mean... The thing about the NBA, the thing about basketball right now, we're not even to Christmas yet. So it's it's hard to really get that excited. It's hard to get that deep into the standings, right? Like if I'm looking at the standings right now, the New York Knicks are number nine. They're a play-in team about where we expect them to be. The Brooklyn Nets have started to ascend some. They're a five seed. That's about where we expect them to be maybe a little bit higher. But so much is going to change. So so much is going to happen. So you can't really read into it. But I think that's a good win for the Knicks tonight as they are figuring out a few different things. They hold the Hawks to 89 points. And Julius Randle, big night for Julius Randle, 34 points, 10 of 19. And uh, he, he hit half his three-point shots. That's a Julius Randle win right there. R.J. Barrett with 15. Quentin Grimes with 23. The Knicks handle business at home, and I think they've been handling business at home, and that's all you can kind of ask for and want. Uh, they they have pretty much the same record home in a way. But you don't want to go to the game in Madison Square Garden, pay all that money, and get embarrassed. So they handle business against a new rival, not really a, a rival, but a nemesis in Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks tonight. I think I saw Obi Toppin went down. 
Uh, there's some rumors about Cam Reddish. We can get into it, but I, I know where this is heading. I know where this is going to go tonight. On the net side, you've got Kyrie Irving out there on the floor with uh, I am free across his Nikes because he's no longer with Nike, but he's wearing his Kyrie threes from a few years back, covering up the logo. And uh, he ends up closing it out for the Nets tonight. Like I said, the Nets were supposed to win that game. The spread, I think, was 10.5. They were supposed to win that game easily, but they didn't play a full 48 minutes. And uh, with the Nets, I say, I call them the never-know Nets. You never know what Nets you're going to get quarter to quarter, game to game. And uh, tonight, you get 20 points out of Seth Curry. You like to see that. But I heard something out of Seth Curry about, you know, coming off the bench and how he's been a starter his last couple years. Bro, you've come off the bench before to start your career. It's not that foreign for you, but 28 minutes. He says he's adjusting to coming off the bench, and he's had some down nights, and that is what has to do with it. But Kyrie Irving, big night for Kyrie, 33 points. I think I saw he had like 12 or 14 in the fourth quarter to close it out. Kevin Durant, easy money, 29 points. You get another 14 from Nick Claxton. I mean, the Nets are doing what they got to do. They're handling business. They just had a four-game win streak snapped by the Celtics on Sunday. They have this seven-game homestand, and now they got to start another win streak before they go back on the road. And We're just not there yet. We're not there yet to get excited about basketball. And it's Wednesday night. Tomorrow we'll kick off the next week of the NFL. We're in week 14 already. Tonight we still celebrate. The return of Aaron Judge. If you're like me, you woke up this morning around 8, 8.30 and you got that news. If you were with me last night, I was on from 7 to 12 waiting for the news to break. I even went home and I listened to Salicata for an hour waiting for the news to break. Didn't go down last night, but they got it done in the middle of the night last night. And The, bro- the, the boss is proud tonight. The boss and the boss's son. Boss Jr., Hal Steinbrenner, I think tonight is a night that I need to just put respect on that man's name. Now, during the season, I said uh, I'm tipping my cap to Brian Cashman, but I'm not going to pat him on the back just yet, right? You tip your cap to someone to acknowledge what they've done. Good job so far. Continue. I see you. That's how I felt when this team, you know, started off at a ridiculous win pace and people were expecting them to win 115 games. We knew it was not going to actually happen, but I was tipping my cap to Brian Cashman. And tonight I'm tipping my cap to Hal Steinbrenner because this morning when we heard that news, last night I told you as, as soon as the judge, the judge news got put out on Twitter, as soon as uh, John Heyman tweeted out Arson Judge, deleted it, Aaron Judge is seemingly heading to the Giants. It, it wasn't confirmed, but as soon as it came out like that, I think that was a warning shot. That was like someone fired a gun in the air, got everyone's attention to say, hey, we're not playing around here. The winter meetings end tomorrow. Aaron Judge is the biggest fish. He broke the AL home run record. He's time athlete of the year. Baseball is booming right now. Passon said, with all the moves so far, and we're, we're far from done here, but Passon said with the moves so far, Judge is 360, Yoshida signed $105 million. Contreras signed $87 million. Taiwan Walker signed $72 million. He said there's $2 billion in future salaries that have just been committed this winter. The business of baseball is alive and well. The game is alive and well. They're spending money in. Last night, 
Hal Steinbrenner, who is upper echelon, who is at the top of the heap, he's out in Italy, and uh, they had to get him on the phone. He's nine hours ahead of the time in San Diego, out in Italy, and I'm sure he hears, you know, in in the nighttime what went on at about 2.30 in the afternoon in San Diego with the John Heyman false alarm, jumping the gun. And he gets on the phone. We had heard that the Yankees were not in touch with Aaron Judge, right? I, I feel like the Yankees did a good job letting him do his little free agency tour, letting him have his free time, right? You're not employed by us. Go do what you want to do as a free agent. Talk to who you want to talk to. But it was a little concerning last night thinking that Brian Cashman hadn't had any contact with his own guy. And last night, we didn't even know that the mystery team was the Padres. We we had heard that he was going to fly into San Diego for the winter meetings, and I thought that was strange. Why would he just show up at the winter meetings like as a spectacle to walk through the, the hotel and, and flex? No, he was going to meet with the Padres, and the rumor was that the Padres were down for a decade-long contract at $400 million. So as Howe is in Italy getting word of this, and, and Yankees fans are hilarious online, they will say anything. The largest fan base, you're going to get every take. But there were Yankees fans like, we need more. There were Yankees fans like, this isn't enough. What are we going to do next? It is December 7th. There's more on the way. There's obviously more on the way. They don't hand out rings at the winter meetings, but there was no way in hell the Yankees could not retain Aaron Judge. And Hal Steinbrenner stepped in like a boss from Italy. I don't know if he got on Zoom, FaceTime, phone call, he stepped in and said, Aaron, what do you need to get this done? What do you need? You need us to match 360, nine years, go the extra year, done. You're going to be the next captain. We want you back. You want to be a Yankee? Yes. Hal Steinbrenner bossed up. And as much as people drag Hal Steinbrenner, as much as people speak on Hal Steinbrenner in a negative way, I was at Derek Jeter night laughing When they booed him, I didn't boo him, but the fans booing him was comical. He bossed up, and he made sure that you can't say anything right now about him and his father and what his father would have done, what kind of boss he is. That's a boss move. I'm just imagining him in Italy, dialing up Judge and looking at Judge man-to-man, eye-to-eye, digitally, and calling it like it is, hey, you want to be with us or not? What do we have to do to make this happen? We see the song and dance. We see all the stuff. We see all the quotes. We see the Barry Bond stuff, your high school quote. Enough already. The New York Yankees decided to be the New York Yankees, and that's what I felt like last night. I said, this is their opportunity to swoop in. Not even swoop in. You're already there. Cash is there. Boone is there. Last night I said, I assumed Hal was there. No, Hal is in Italy. Hal is overseas, vacationing, but he's available. And the Yankees use their superpower, which is money. They have enough money, they print money, and if they want a guy, all they have to do is talk to that guy and match anyone else's money, and they got it done. So I tip my cap to Hal Steinbrenner. I'm not patting him on the back just yet. The Yankees need more. They need more pitching. They need an outfielder, a left fielder specifically. We'll talk about it tonight. The options are starting to come off the board. And on the other side, right, New York's supposed new Hal Steinbrenner, Steve Cohen, 
A lot of Mets fans are saying that he's punting till next year and all eyes on Otani. No, they're still going for it, folks. After you hear the judge news, you get the Jose Quintana news. And then Sarah Langs puts out there a nice little stat. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, and Jose Quintana each started game one of their respective team's playoff run last season. The Mets will be the first team to have three pitchers for them in a year who each started their team's first game of a postseason run the year prior. That's awesome. The Mets now have three guys that have postseason experience that are supposed to be aces that are ready to go. So now, days after you lose Jacob deGrom, how do you feel? Instead of paying Jacob deGrom all that money, you have Justin Verlander, you have Jose Quintana, and you have three guys at the top of that rotation that you can feel pretty good about. They say, oh, nobody's going to do any trades with Steve Cohen. These teams don't want to trade with Steve Cohen. Sure they do. A team that doesn't spend money, that's almost like the opposite of the Mets strategy-wise. A team that the Yankees try to be too much like. The Rays. The Rays make a trade. They send Brooks Raley to the Mets for Keyshawn Askew. Mets fans know who that is. I have no idea who that is. Didn't look it up, saw it today, and just realized, hey, someone's making a trade with the Mets. Billy Epler has been interviewed out there at the winter meetings He's not sleeping. He's ignoring his family. He's going to work. He's getting it done. Can I remind you folks where we were at this time last year with the lockout? I say baseball is alive and well. Baseball, the business of baseball is booming. Just last year, we were worried about the state of the game. We were worried about fandom. We were worried about the money in baseball. We thought that they were killing the sport. We thought they were going to push opening day back to Memorial Day. I didn't really think that. But we were worried last year at this time if there was even going to be a season. And look at the season we just got, and look at the offseason we're getting right now. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time. We'll talk about it. Yankees, all the stuff that happened with Aaron Judge, Boone called them last night, Hal stepped in. We can speculate on how those conversations went. Judge has got some stories to tell. His 30 for 30, his captain doc is going to be crazy in 20, 25 years when he tells the story of how this all went down. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up 877-337-6666. Yankees, Mets are going to lead the conversation. Knicks, Nets as well. I don't know how much we'll get into the Jets and the Giants. We'll wait on that for Thursday and Friday going into the weekend, but I'm on till 2. Let's talk the sports. Call me up and we'll do that right after this break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Right back at it on the fan. Another night to talk sports. And it happened this morning. So tonight is officially the night that Aaron Judge re-signs with the New York Yankees to finish his career in pinstripes. And I think the boss is proud. I think the boss is looking down at his son and his franchise and his fans and saying, yep, that's how it's supposed to be. Now, I know some of you are going to nitpick. Call me up with your, your nitpicking and your ideas that they overpaid for Judge or they shouldn't have signed him for that long or this is going to be a dead contract, a bad contract in seven years, six years, whatever. We can do that. But in my opinion, they had to sign him. And they ran the risk of having to pay him $360 million, but that's fine. They're the Yankees. They got it. By the time Aaron Judge retires, they're going to be worth $10 billion. And with the way that baseball is changing, Aaron Judge is going to be all right. With the way that sports medicine is changing, Aaron Judge is going to be all right. This is not the contracts of old, of A-Rod, of Pujols, even a Jacoby Ellsbury contract that Yankees fans, you know, fear now. Aaron Judge is going to be 31 The guy's in shape. He's committed to his craft. He's going to work out and train and make sure that he is in tip-top shape. We already saw the Yankees employ some mandatory rest over the last two years, just rest days for guys on the calendar, right? (laughs) Remember, Judge had the Jackie Robinson cleats made custom, posted them, and then he was resting on Jackie Robinson Day. Sorry, Judge. Scheduled day for you to sit down. Cool cleats, but you won't be wearing them. So expect for the Yankees to rest him. And uh, also think about 
what the Yankees will be worth at the end of this contract, what the money in baseball is going to be like. By the time Judge's contract is done, we're going to see $400 million contracts. We're going to see a couple of them. And with all the streaming and all of the other things, all the advertising dollars, I just told you baseball is back. Baseball players don't win time athlete of the year. Judge, after the season that he had with all of the eyes on him, I heard on MLB Network that the the Yankees made an extra $40 million that last homestand, $40 million more than they were expecting to make. All of those games were sold out. Aaron Judge attracted casual fans and people that weren't even baseball fans, right? How quickly you guys forget. People were going there just for what they thought was a golden ticket. People thought that they were going to go there and catch an Aaron Judge home run ball and be millionaires. People were in there oohing and on, making TikToks of Aaron Judge walking and striking out. The Yankees had that money. And they'll always have that money to retain their guy. What what if Aaron Judge is the last homegrown superstar? Think about that. You can't lose him. You had to pay top dollar because that's just where that's the game. That's where it got to. You couldn't sign him early. And early on, you thought he was injury prone or you were trying to go a cheap way or whatever the logic was. You ran the risk of having to pay him nine years and $360 million, But that's okay. That's your guy. He knows where home really is. Home is not where you were a child. You grew up with the New York Yankees. I remember hearing Tiki say, nobody loves you like your mama loves you. The Yankees are Judge's mother. They birthed him into Major League Baseball, into stardom. He became himself on the main stage in the Bronx. So the Yankees paying him today was just the Yankees doing what they're supposed to do. That money is nothing. And, uh, I mean, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But, like, imagine the flip side. Imagine us tonight talking about, oh, they wouldn't come up from $320 million to $360 million for Aaron Judge. That guy wasn't worth $40 million to you. He made you an extra $40 million the last eight games of the season. So that's my thoughts on it. But I think you know where I stand. I, I mean, I... Last night, I was not afraid. We talked through all the hypotheticals. We talked through all of this and that. And what if he just wants to go home? Go. Well, what if he doesn't sign tonight and this drags out and they don't make other moves? Okay. But ultimately, he wanted to get a taste of what it was like to be a free agent. And he did for a couple weeks. He wanted to play the game, and he played the game perfectly. You know, information came out about... The uh, the video we all saw on Thanksgiving of him walking into the hotel, supposedly that was all staged. And, uh, you know, shout out to Judge and his people. His agent and agency, they knew they had to hit big on this one. He's their only real client. And now Judge has made sure that all of those folks are rich, and they played this perfectly. They played the Yankees perfectly. The Yankees were on the outside, respectfully. When they had to step in, they stepped in, and the big boss, Hal Steinbrenner, Got it done. So we'll talk about it tonight. We'll also talk Mets. We'll also talk Nets, Knicks. Got to take another break. Heading to the top of the hour. It's almost 11 o'clock. Keep McPherson on the fan. Stay with me. If you're on hold, we're going to the calls right after this. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You've read things. You've thought about it. And now you're ready to call WFAN and express how you feel. About the Yankees, Aaron Judge, baseball, the money, the contract. What does this do for the Yankees in the long term, in the short term? And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But uh, come correct. Come correct. Let's get to it. First call goes to Will in Stamford, Connecticut on the fan. Hello. Keith, love you, man. You're hilarious. Uh, forget about the Nets winning Kyrie with 33 points, Julius Randle with 34, getting the win as well. I yeah, know it doesn't matter. Nobody Aaron really Judge. cares about it. <laughs> Aaron Judge, huge contract. I honestly thought he was going to the Giants. I really did. We all did. Like, we so- saw that. That was a report. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, we also, the only thing is, we're $40 million in the hole, and we're 99 games in the regular season, and we still got the same problem. How are we going to solve that? Are we going to get Rendon? Are we going to sign DJ, Ben and Tenny? What are we going to do to get to that next step to beat those Astros and get that World Series? We're still in that hole, even with signing Aaron Judge. I don't, I don't know. You, man, I just want to hear what your thoughts are, man. Thanks for the call, Will. I don't look at it like we're in a hole. You had to pay Judge what you had to pay him to keep him. And I think that they anticipated that. Hal Steinbrenner himself came out and had that interview with Meredith Morakovich where he said he's prepared to, to do what it takes to go to distance. And he did. It's not a hole. Now, yes, it's a huge increase from the $17 million that Judge was making last year, right? It's the same team. It's the same team. Uh, but the Astros are different. And I don't have to remind you guys Repeating as the World Series champion has not happened since the Yankees did it over two decades ago. So it's not a guarantee that the Astros, right? And we say in theory, oh, there's one team for the Yankees to knock off to get back to the World Series. Who knows? Maybe the Red Sox emerge. Maybe the Mariners emerge. Maybe the Guardians emerge. They've all made moves to try and make their teams better. The Astros, we expect to be there. But, uh, you know, he just asked, you know, what, who do we go out and get? Let's start with Benintendi. You've never heard me say they have to re-sign Benintendi. You've never heard me say that he was the top option because I haven't felt like Andrew Benintendi wanted to be a Yankee. If you've listened to me, I said this guy got traded here on a flight with the team the Yankees were facing, right? He got traded here from the Royals. The Royals dropped him off for us, and he, he gets off the flight and finds out he's a Yankee. It's kind of awkward. He plays for one month. He gets hurt. That guy is a Boston Red Sox guy. He won the World Series with the Red Sox. He came up with the Red Sox. That's in his blood. I don't think he really wants to be with the Yankees because we haven't heard anything from him. 
When he got hurt, it wasn't like you heard anything about him trying to work to come back. His season was over. And he knew he was hitting free agency where he would sign a big deal. And I don't know if the Yankees are going to pay top dollar for him. And I also don't know if he wants to necessarily be here. So I don't look at that as the top option. I think he just said, uh, re-sign DJ. DJ signed. DJ has four more years of his six-year $90 million contract. He signed. This team is going to change. I think they're going to try and move Glaber Torres. We're going to see the young kids. We're going to see Volpe, right? You know, I talked about what if Aaron Judge is the last great homegrown Yankee? Well, if Volpe is who I want him to be, who I hope he is, and Judge won't be. But there's a lot of pressure on that kid to be the next Derek Jeter. I just think the kid's got it. I think he will be uh, an all-star. I think he'll be talented. He ain't going to be Aaron Judge. But no one is Aaron Judge. No one is 6'7", 280, able to hit moonshots like that. So what do the Yankees do, right? I know that's the main question, and that's because Yankees fans are never satisfied, and I'm with you. I get it. You can't be satisfied when you're in a World Series drought. You can't be satisfied when you got swept out of the ALCS and the eventual World Series champion celebrated on your field. That is burned into my memory. But there's plenty of options still out there. I think they should trade for Brian Reynolds. Do what you got to do with the Pirates to get him. Give up one of these prospects that you've been hugging. This is the time, right? This is the time to go for it. This year, 2023, they're not running it right back. I think they're going to try and move Hicks. Donaldson's going to be tough to move with that $21 million, but I think they get Hicks out of here, and I don't care what they get for Hicks. What, look, they got uh, uh, Clayton Beer for uh, Joey Gallo. Clayton Beater. Get someone like that. Just get him out of here, and then you'll figure it out. There are other options. Uh, I don't think Nimmo is really an option. I think he's going to command a lot of money. But there are other options for this outfield. Signing Aaron Judge and paying him $40 million a year is not a hole. It's not a hole. It is a lot more than you probably wanted to pay him. Uh, I, I definitely agree with anyone that says that the Yankees completely mismanaged their own homegrown talent. Because that's a guy that you drafted, you developed, and you should have never let him got, get to free agency. But he got the free agency, so I can't be mad at you for going the distance and paying him to retain him because that was the only option. Now, you got a couple options, a couple moves to improve this team. Are they going to sign Carlos Rodon? There are other teams that are interested in his services. If he's smart and he wants to win, yeah, he's probably following Aaron Judge. I think anybody out there that sees Judge sign for the next nine years and sees what the Yankees have in Nestor Cortez, Harrison Bader, shout out to them. They were at the Knicks game tonight, flexing, courtside. I think any of these free agents that see what the Yankees have would want to come play in New York and be on this team because this is going to be a championship-caliber team. But I, I can't call it. If I could call it, I'd be in San Diego at the winter meetings. I'm just like you. I'm a fan. I'm watching. I'm, I'm refreshing. I'm watching MLB Network. I'm watching Hot Stove. As names are coming off the board, we shall see. There's still a lot of big fish out there waiting to be signed. Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Brandon Nimmo, Carlos Rodon. But I don't look at the Yankees and like it. That's another thing. They won 99 games. They won the division. 
Yes, they got swept. And yes, it took them five games to beat the Guardians. But there is no hole. Aaron Judge earned that money. You all got to watch one of the greatest offensive performances in Major League Baseball history this year. He earned that money. And the Yankees now have to do what they got to do to build around him, to strengthen the team around him. And we all know the holes. We all know where they're at. They're good at first base. They got Rizzo. They got two second basemen in Glaber and DJ. Put DJ there. Trade Glaber. Or have DJ be your third baseman. Maybe Volpe can be your second baseman. At shortstop, you have Peraza and IKF. If you can get Donaldson out of here, get Hicks out of here, you win the offseason. If you can somehow trade for Brian Reynolds and sign Carlos Rodon, you win the offseason. Let's go to Lenny in Farmingdale next up on the fan. What's up, Lenny? Hi, how you doing, Keith? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I think, okay, that too many years, okay, nine years is too many years for Aaron Judge. Okay, I think that they could have got more. They could have They could have got more years? Another, no, less years and... And more money, more more AAV. That that wouldn't have worked because that was that was the whole thing, right? The Yankees supposedly had eight years, three hundred million just to start. Then they went up to eight years, three hundred and twenty million. And then when Hal got on the phone last night, it was for them to go the extra year at nine and to match the three sixty that San Francisco had on the table. Done deal. Judge didn't need any more. He left money on the table. He left years on the table. If he wanted to get ten years, if he wanted to get four hundred million, he could have signed right there with the Padres. He wanted to come back home. They just had to beat the San Francisco Giants offer or match the offer, and they did. You had to go nine years to sign him. Yes, but I think the Yankees could have can at least go after starting pitching. They need at least to. They're not a champ. They're not a championship team. They they are not. Not not with just Garrett Cole. Okay. Well, it's not just Garrett Cole. It's Garrett Cole. It's Nestor Cortez. Those are two all stars. Luis Severino, in another year after his Tommy John surgery. Frankie Montas, who they traded for, is also there. And then you assume that they are going to get another starting pitcher, whether it's via trade or whether they sign Carlos Rodon. That's a pretty strong starting five. That's a pretty strong rotation. And then when you look across the diamond, there's a, there's a platinum glove catcher, a gold glove World Series champion at first. Like We can go all through it. You might not think that they're a championship caliber team. Thank you for the call, Lenny. But the facts are they have only a couple holes to fill. And then when you look around, there's not that many better rosters in Major League Baseball. It all comes down to execution. It all comes down to health at the end of the day. If they were healthier and they executed at the end of the day, maybe they would have challenged the Astros. I'm not going to say beat the Astros. I was on MLB Network, and they asked us for our AL predictions, who's coming out of the American League. I said the Astros are still the Astros. Roflo used my clip on one of his end-of-the-year things because he's from Houston. I was like, that's my voice. I'm like, I basically called it, that the Astros are who we thought they were. They are the Astros until proven differently. And when I say that, I mean like they're the same team that has gone to the last six American League championships, has gotten a four out of six World Series with that, and has won two. I think they cheat. I think we don't. I mean, I know they cheated, and I think that they're always kind of crooked and doing something, but you can't knock the hustle. You can't knock the fact that they win. You can't knock the fact that they find pitching. They're they're losing Verlander to the Mets? 
cool. Thank you for the Mets signing Justin Verlander. I guarantee you they'll still have some of the best pitching. They have it already. The Yankees have to hit. And it's it's funny we talk about Rodon and they got to get more pitching. And I just ran through the starters. The pitching isn't why they failed. They struck out a ton of times. They got runners on and couldn't get them in. They could not pass the baton. They could not get it going. They were cooked at the plate. We were forced to watch Josh Donaldson, and Judge struggled, and guys could not. The only guy that really brought it was Harrison Bader. Glaber, where was playoff Glaber? Where was postseason Glaber? Glaber was cooked. Jose Trevino, platinum uh, platinum glove behind the plate. He had nothing at the plate with the bat. DJ wasn't available. Benny wasn't available. Matt Carpenter could not even touch a ball. He could not even put the bat on the ball. That's how you fail. They are not that far away, though. And I and I like it's hard for me to hear all these Yankees fans. Ah, they're not a championship team. Oh, they still got a lot of work to do. I I don't know if we watched the same thing. They were in the final four. They have a lot of those guys coming back. They just re-signed the best player in the world, the MVP. He's not going to hit 62 home runs again, but he's not going to fall off the map and completely drop off. John Carlos Stanton is on this team. Garrett Cole is on this team. That bullpen is solid. Go look through the bullpen, right? Tommy Canley gets signed. Cool. There's horses in that bullpen. They're getting Chapman up out of here, or he's been up out of here. You don't got to worry about seeing Chapman again, Britton again, Chad Green. Uh, there's, you know, there's some change and some turnover. Please do not call me and say that the Yankees aren't a championship caliber team. They were one of the last four teams standing last year, and they were forcing IKF on us. They were forcing Josh Donaldson on us. Oswaldo Cabrera had to play four different positions. Oswald Peraza wasn't even on the ALDS roster, and then they put him on the ALCS roster. Let's hope when they get there in 2023 that they have a little bit better of a plan. Neil is in Hawthorne. What's up, Neil? You're on the fan. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Keith, I just want to say you've been killing it, man, and it's been an honor to hear you uh, evolve and grow. Um, you said something before the break that I 100% agreed with. Uh, that extra $40 million or whatever really means nothing because uh, Judge is selling tickets, and, and that's mostly for the Yankees. So the money, the money yep. really wasn't an issue. They made money today. Um, people probably bought 99 jerseys today. They, now that it's confirmed that he's going to be there, people were ordering their Aaron Judge jerseys. I got to order mine. I, I haven't bought a Judge jersey this whole time because I'm like, uh, he might not stay. <laughs> exactly. But I got a question for you. So let's say Judge keeps hitting 50, 60 home runs every season. But come October, come the postseason, he, uh, he, you know, poops the bed again and is only hitting uh, He'll get booed. It'll be the number one thing they talk about. This guy is making $40 million a year. He can hit 40 to 50 home runs. I don't think he's going to get over 50, 60. Like, they're just not even going to pitch to him to give him the opportunity. For me, 40 million a year? Give me 40 home runs a year, Judge. Get over 40. So with Judge, if he sucks in the postseason, if he's not the captain, the leader coming up clutch in the postseason, that will be the narrative. That will be the main headline of his legacy. Yeah, this guy can do it in the regular season, but he hasn't done it in October. 
That's exactly what I'm saying. And then the question becomes, could they have spent that money in, in better ways to actually win World Series? Not in this offseason. Not, not right here, right? Because when we look at who else is out there for outfielders, and when we look at who the big free agents are, right, if they were to try and go get a Trey Turner, he's an infielder. Carlos Correa is a shortstop. Xander Bogarts is a shortstop. Um, Pitching-wise, like if, if they were going to try and get Verlander, in my mind, Verlander never wanted to be a Yankee. I'm excited to go watch him in Queens. I think he, him and Scherzer as a yeah. one-two punch for the Mets are going to be great. Those are two guys I never felt like wanted to be Yankees. Aaron Judge yeah, was the biggest prize of this offseason. They had to get him. I don't think I think it's going to be a long time before we say, "Hey, could they use that could they have used that money differently?" And it won't be just with Aaron Judge. It'll be with Garrett Cole, it'll be with Giancarlo Stanton and DJ and Rizzo and all of these guys that they paid in these last couple of years. That's a great point. Last last thing, um I I I personally think the Mets uh improved um, what do you think about the I, I, I think they have too, and I think they're making moves, but I understand when I hear Mets fans speak and my friends that are Mets fans, they're not going to be satisfied with this because, I mean, just look at it. And I heard, I heard Evan today try and make it seem like it was not about the Mets fan base losing their guy in DeGrom and the Yankees retaining their guy in, in Judge. But it's like, hey, if you weren't willing to pay Jake, Go out and get everybody. And we saw what they did last year going to get Scherzer and Canna and Escobar and Marte. They were, it was like they were cleaning up before the lockout. Yeah. So their fans want that again. But there is some strategy, right? There is going to be a tax on them. And there is some strategy into how you go about uh, this offseason, especially if they are trying to land Shohei Otani next year, which, you know, with Judge getting mm-hmm. that 40 mil, I don't know. If Otani wants to come to New York, it might make more sense for him to be over there with the Mets, and he might not want to be with the Yankees. He already turned the Yankees down once. I think the Mets are doing what they have to do. I think their rotation got better. Just looking at the top three guys in that rotation, they got better. I think they dodged a bullet not giving DeGrom five to six years. People are talking about nine years is too long for for Judge. Okay, five, six years is too long for DeGrom. I think the Mets are not done either. I think that Billy Billy Epler is going to keep willing and dealing with trades. I think he's going to get them a bat because he's already spoken on a power bat, a DH. I think J.D. Martinez is still out there, and that was a target of theirs during the uh, trade deadline. I, I don't see why they don't go sign him, depending on what the price point is. I think the Mets are, are not done, and I think they're going to keep improving because they're a 100-win team. They weren't one of the final four, but they know that during the season they were one of the top four teams. They are also in a championship window. They are also a championship-caliber team that has to make the most of this offseason to strengthen their club going into this next year. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think picking up Jose was massive. Huge. I wasn't expecting that, but it's like, you know what? I, I thought it was well-timed. It's like you get the judge news, and then here come the Mets. Thanks for the call, Neil. And I know that they're not necessarily uh, in cahoots, like, hey, you guys drop this, we'll drop this, but this is New York. It's market one. So while everybody's talking about judge today, you can't forget to mention the Mets and the trade they made and the deal they made with Quintana. They are improving the team. I think Mets fans are going to be excited when they see the team. I think the Jacob DeGrom stuff, we're coming up on almost a week since Jacob DeGrom decided, I'm out, not going to give you a chance to counter or offer me again. I got what I needed from Texas. Goodbye. I think he's going to be an afterthought. I think his legacy is already fading, and Mets fans got to start looking to the future. They're not going to be an 85-win team next year. They're not punting this offseason for Otani. 
but they have strategy and plans of what they can do in these next couple years. I mean, even looking at the old guys they signed, it's not forever. These are not long-term deals. They're hitting right now. It's all pushing your chips in for right now. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Call me up. We got a lot to talk about. I'll be right back. Coming in with a little Nelly St. Lunatics. Wilson Contreras is going to St. Louis. I think that's interesting, too, because he's coming from the Cubs, and he goes to a rival on a five-year deal, $87.5 million Cubs to Cardinals. They have a rivalry. They'll be facing off in London this summer. When I was just in London, they had advertisements on the tube, billboards everywhere. Get your tickets for the London series. And I think while I was out there, the tickets went on sale uh, for people overseas. I think they're available now, but yeah. St. Louis gets their guy, right? After Yachty retires, you replace him with Wilson Contreras. Might be the best catcher in baseball, depending on who you ask, depending on what he does this next year. Good move. I mean, guys are coming off the board. We were just talking about the Mets, and, you know, Kodai Senga is a name that I feel like has to come off the board soon. Very well could be a New York Metropolitan. How would Mets fans feel about their offseason, their winter then, if you sign Edwin Diaz, you sign Justin Verlander, Jose Quintana, Kodai Senga, and maybe even Brandon Nimmo? I think that's a pretty solid haul. And I know that they still have to work on this bullpen and shoring up this bullpen, and I think Billy Epler will with trades and some other moves. Uh, but we saw Matazaka Yoshida sign with the Dead Sox today. 105 million, 90 million, and then they uh, had to pay the uh, extra 15 posting fee. I'm like, man, the Red Sox are trying to make moves. The Red Sox, I feel like, are trying to make moves so that Xander Bogarts resigns with them. That's what their dream is. They hope that Xander Bogarts resigns and uh, that next year they resign Devers and that they'll be able to compete. They went out last year and got Trevor Story. That's what I'm saying, too. You, you never know. The Red Sox are a team. You never know year to year what they're doing or if they're going to get hot, if they're going to get good. Um, two years ago, they made a run. Last year, nothing. Seems like they're trying to retool. It seems like they're trying to make some moves. And another thing, you know, for us looking at our rivals, Yankees fans looking at the Red Sox, I think the Mets fans are looking at the Phillies like, come on. <laughs> they just got to the World Series, and they just got a lot better. They're making moves. They're making big signings. They're spending the money. We got to do something to get better and keep pace with them. And these are all rational thoughts, sometimes irrational because it's not our money and we do not know what they talk about behind closed doors and how they value players or evaluate players. You know, as fans, we just want the best players available and uh, you can't have them all. But, you know, just some talking points to mix in there for the Mets fans, for the Yankees fans. Obviously, we're talking judge. Call me up if you feel like that was a stupid move. It wasn't. I'll, I'll talk you out of it. If you feel like that was too many years, too much money, if you think Judge is going to magically break down in the next four years or whatever, call me up. Tell me about it. I, I just don't think it's going to matter. Uh, from my experience going to games over the last few years, I've gone to 40 games a year every year since 2018 besides, obviously, the 2020 COVID year. I've just I've been around. I've been in the culture. Uh, you know, now I'm on the radio and on MLB Network, so I'm in the media. I've gotten to understand that side of it, too, with the Yankees. 
that is kind of why I had so much faith. Like, if they want Judge, which we knew they wanted Judge, I'm like, they're not going to be outbid for their own guy. And the media and the games that they played in this interim period between the season ending and Judge winning MVP and actually signing, Judge played it perfectly. He got that that number up from, if you think about it, right, 213 is where we were at on opening day. The guy bets on himself, and they have to pay him 360. So that's the great. I think I had a quote that was uh, put out on Odyssey Sports Instagram. That's the greatest bet on yourself year of all time in all sports and maybe all business. Knowing your worth, knowing your value, and going out there and proving it, standing on it, saying less, hitting 62 home runs, chucking your bat, putting your head down, and running around the bases. Every time you do that, cha-ching, cha-ching, the money counter is just going off for Aaron Judge. He went from 213 that he turned down, $213 million on opening day, to here we are December 7th, and he just signed for $360 million, $40 million a year. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. He stands to make $400 million through his whole baseball career with the Yankees. Incredible. Like, I'm telling you, this guy's 30 for 30. His captain, Doc, is going to be wild. And we know what the next thing is. Got to win a chip. Someone asked me, I think, last night, you know, how many World Series do the Yankees have to win in this judge contract to make it worth it? One. 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 And maybe go to another one. One. You win one World Series, and it changes everything. That's what changed the Yankees. The Yankees won all those World Series in the late 90s, early 2000s, and they became rock stars, global brand, big as everything. So many fans, so much fanfare. Everybody wanted a piece of the New York Yankees. That's why we're in this dark age now, which really isn't a dark age because they go to the postseason every year. They do win regular season games every year, close to 100. They win their division now, right? They had a a little break of doing that from, uh, you know, a seven-year break from 2012 to 2019, but boom, 2019 they win it, 2022 they win it. I think they can win it again next year, the year after. They do win at a higher clip than most of these other teams, right? Judge is looking at San Francisco. Sweeney, and Murray, Sweeney Murray and I have a podcast where we break all this stuff down. Go look for BXB. We talked about it this morning. We got another episode coming out tomorrow with a current Yankee. But Sweeney was talking about San Francisco. You don't know what you're going to get over there. They'll win 100 games, then completely miss the playoffs. They'll win the World Series, miss the playoffs. Win the World Series, miss the playoffs. You don't know what you're going to get. With the Yankees, you know that you're in the dance. You know that they're going to spend the money to get the talent, to field the team, make moves at the deadline to shore up the team, and they're going to be in it. And you know what? They have come up short. They have made some moves that haven't worked. But if you're in the dance every year, that means you have a chance. And Aaron Judge has been in the postseason every year of his career as a New York Yankee. He's been to the American League Championship three out of those six years. He knows that there's a good chance he's going to keep going back, and one of these years soon the Yankees are going to break through. It's going to happen. They have the talent. They have the resources, and it's just going to come down to health, like I said, and execution. Can they stay healthy at the end of a season and actually execute, actually hit, actually maybe play some small ball, get runners on? Pass the baton. Don't live and die by the home run. That's all fun and games during the season. 
leading the league at home runs, cool. But when you get to October, these are 3-2 games, 2-1 games, 4-1 games, like close games that you got to win by manufacturing runs. I think the young kids will help that. And I think that the Yankees are in their championship window with Aaron Judge. I also know that the Mets are in a championship window, a five-year window, with a owner like Steve Cohen who has gone for it. Look at all the moves this guy has made in his short amount of time. He has gone for it. No, he did not retain Jacob deGrom. But that is going to look like a good move in a couple years. I would bet anything on it. I would bet anything on it. All that guaranteed money for Jacob deGrom, you can't guarantee he's going to be available. So you move on. And we can't guarantee Judge is going to be available, but after the season that he put together this year, they had to sign him. Now you give him the captaincy, whether he wears it or not, he's the captain, and he's on everything. He's the face of everything. I expect to see him in some new commercials. I expect him to do some type of uh, press conference announcing that he's re-signed, whatever. And going into next season, there isn't this explanation from Hal, right? I think Hal knew that. I, how, how will I explain to these people that we didn't re-sign Judge, that we completely botched this whole thing? They botched most of it. They botched most of it, right? And I was listening to Tiki and Tierney this morning, and uh, BT was asking Cashman, like, you know, Cashman, please learn from Derek Jeter. Learn from Aaron Judge. They don't want their business out there. I'm like, ah, not for nothing, though, right? Learn and 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 don't di- divulge that information. Not for nothing, though. It has worked twice. It has worked other times. Cashman clearly does know what he's doing with these negotiation tactics. He let that information out, and these guys weren't that mad to leave. They came back, and they re-signed, so... I'm not mad at Cashman. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, Cashman knows you got a four-year contract. You you got to get back to the World Series. That's how you're going to be judged. Shout out to Aaron Judge. He's a Yankee, and he's going to help. He's going to help. He's going to help. And I, I think there's more on the table for the Yankees to do in this offseason. Winter meetings are concluded. They're done, or they're concluding tonight, and we shall see. Call me up, 877-337-6666. I've got a rack of calls. Let's go to him. In the Bronx. What's up, Brian? You're on the fan. Hey, how you doing, Keith? Love the show. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. Listen, I'm happy about Judge getting signed. Don't get me wrong. 100% the right move. It had to be done. He earned it. But he, he had to make him a career Yankee. He's going to be an all-time Yankee great. Um, without Judge last year, the Yankees missed the playoffs. But to say that this, is, this situation as a whole is a win for the Yankees and Cashman, it, it, it's crazy. You know, for, first off, the Yankees didn't sign it, get, get him signed last year, and now we know he it, wanted. It's to a win compared to the alternative, right? It's a it's a win to retain your player versus lose your player. It it is a win. Now, I have said already they completely botched the management of their own homegrown talent. They should have had him locked up. They should have had him signed, but that wasn't in the cards. This guy is one of one, and he's got a one of one contract. It is a win that they signed Aaron Judge. Just look at the response of the fans today. No, I, I hear you there, but, you know, we, we know now that he wanted to be a Yankee. He, he turned down more money to be a Yankee. And, you know, they, they ignored, ignored the fact that San Fran had a ton of money to throw at him, and, you know, and that raised his price. Cashman leaked the offer last year. That pissed him off. Then they fought him in arbitration. That didn't help. They, they cost themselves over $100 million. And this wouldn't be a factor if the Yankees, you know, had been willing to spend. They had the other pieces around around Judge to, to make them the championship caliber team. Because right now, you know, they're a playoff team, 
but are they a championship caliber team? That, that's the issue. I think they can be. They were in the American League Championship Series. They got swept they were, in that series, so it's kind of like they weren't there, but we have to be real about it. They were one of the final four teams they got there, and they've gotten there you know, three times since 2017. With some of these same guys, Aaron Judge was on all three of those teams. They're not that far away, and when you're close, you have to re-sign Judge, and then you got to add more, and they got to go for it. they got to go get Rodon or make a trade, get another outfielder in here, whether it's Benintendi, who I don't believe, uh, whether it's, you know, Brian Reynolds, who who knows? They got to go for it. They're they're right there. No, I, I agree with you, but but you know, the, the, this contract will, will be for nothing if they don't add those key pieces. And you know, I'll, I'll hang up and listen to you. But um, they, they just got to go the extra mile right now. Thanks for the call, Brian. It's not going to be for nothing. What are we talking about? This is Aaron Judge. How do we reduce this man after a whole season of watching him hit bombs? After the season that he put together, you've never seen anything like it. How are we reducing this man now because of the numbers? It's not even your money. What are we talking about? The, like the, Someone has to start some like online course in the, the business of baseball and break down how much money these teams make with these TV deals. You know, when, in 2020, they didn't want to open up the books. They didn't want to show us what they made, right? Because they all wanted to cry broke. They all wanted to pretend like they didn't make any money off the gate. Yeah, you didn't You didn't have ticket sales. You couldn't sell overpriced food and merchandise inside your building. Yeah, we understand you took a loss there, but you still made some money off of TV, off of merchandise, and just existing. You have to realize it seems like a huge number. Oh, my God, $360 million, $40 million a year. These are the New York Yankees. They're already worth $7 billion. In a decade, they're going to be worth $10 billion, maybe even more. I'm telling you, I've been in baseball, right? I was in the fan cave eight years ago. The Yankees were worth $2.5 billion eight years ago. It's, it's not going to matter, and it's not going to hold them up. They know they have to go for it because these guys like Judge are 31 and 33. Rizzo, I think, is 32. Uh, LeMayu's 33. Stanton is 32. Cole is, this is the time. Now is the time. They have to go for it. Keep McPherson on the fan. I have to go for another break. Stay on hold. I'd like to talk to everybody. I'm going to get to you guys. Let's take this break, and we'll be right back. <clears throat> right back at it. And probably got a break in the next, like, <laughs> eight minutes. Keep McPherson on the fan. December 7th. Aaron Judge was signed this morning. The first thing I saw, really, when I woke up, before I took my wife to the train and came back and went live with Sweeney Murdy at 9 o'clock, I was up till probably 3, 3.30 last night after I did my show, and my alarm was set at 8.30, and that was the, the first thing I saw on Twitter, the John Morosi tweet being retweeted, and I'm like, boom, <laughs> it's done. And I had that feeling last night, fret not, Yankees fans. Last night I said, oh, this works in the Yankees' favor. Shout out to John Heyman. He swung it. A little pump fake. <laughs> He's not welcome in San Francisco, but that's all good, John. We, we know you, you, you live around here. You're at Yankee Stadium, City Field, MLB Network. You're good in New York. But I, I swear that, that gave me a feeling that, like, okay, I felt what it felt like. I felt the immediate disappointment and shock that, ah, they lost him. He actually is going home. The Yankees 
didn't do what they were supposed to do. He's he's going to the Giants. But it was incomplete because yesterday you heard the San Francisco Giants have offered Aaron Judge in the neighborhood of $360 million, but the Yankees are not out of it. All sources believe the Yankees are still in it. And then a couple hours later you hear it seems like he's going to San Francisco, but you couldn't believe that because it came through three different tweets. One with a typo, another correction. Those two get deleted, and then John Heyman tells us, sorry, folks, I jumped the gun. And I compared it to Tom Brady's retirement. I'm like, oh, yeah. you Remember when Tom Brady retired and he didn't like the way it hit the media and it wasn't on his terms and then Brian Flores' lawsuit stole all the media's attention, so Tom's like, I'm coming back. I didn't like how that all played out. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to me last night that that is how Aaron Judge, his historic career and his historic year as a New York Yankee, that's how it ends. And it did it. We woke up this morning. We got the good news. And now here we are talking about it. My last call that I took, they said that the, the Aaron Judge contract is going to be for nothing. Good grief. I like I like hanging out with you guys. I feel like we're all hanging out and talking when I'm on I'm on air. That's what I want the vibe of my show to be like. We're just chilling. If I could drink and kick back some beers with you guys, I would. Like I feel like that's the type of vibe. But man, if I was ever in a circle and somebody said that to me, like you gotta leave. That that Aaron Judge contract is gonna be for nothing in nine years. I'm not even worried about nine years. Nine years ago, if I think about where I was nine years ago. Nine years from now, that's going to be for nothing? What are, what are you talking about? This is a long play for the Yankees. You hear Gio doing the, uh, bom, 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 the, hey, fans, come out to Yankee Stadium. That's a real thing. The Yankees are already planning Aaron Judge Day in 2040. That 99 is going into Monument Park. We don't know how many more of those we have left. CeCe? CeCe will be a Hall of Famer. And then after him, Who? Judge? And then after Judge who? Volpe? Maybe not. We don't know. So that money and that contract was well worth it because they already made a ton of money off of Aaron Judge's back. If that report is true, that they made an extra $40 million in that final homestand against the Pirates and the Red Sox, teams that nobody really would have cared to come see if Aaron Judge wasn't chasing 62, that's outrageous. And I knew, I'm like, it's different. I went to all those games except the first one when he hit 60. And I'm like, I got to go to all the games because I, I did the show uh, in Secaucus, Secaucus, and I, and I was tired and I didn't feel like driving to the Bronx and I regretted it instantly. And I knew once I went to the game every day after, I'm like, there's a ton of people here. <laughs> there's a ton of people here that look like they're here for the first time. This is odd. When Judge comes up, everybody's loud, everyone's standing. It turns into a tennis match. It's golfing here. They made a ton of money off this guy's back from the time he came up in 2016. I was at that game in August when him and Tyler Austin go back to back. That was judgment day. I remember going to the bar, getting off the train, and I hadn't seen the lineup yet. I go to the bar, and somebody shows me the lineup, and I'm like, oh, judge is in the lineup? <laughs> Wait, what? We're going to see this dude today? And he hits a bomb. It's, it started right then and there. They started making money off a of judge. So you can't, you can't call me up and tell me that that contract is going to be for nothing. It is such a long play 
for the legacy and the history. It goes into so many of their marketing things and their hopes and dreams and ideas in the New York Yankees business. Like, we'll see. For the fans, I understand you saying it's going to mean nothing if they don't win a World Series. But I feel like they're close to winning a World Series. And I feel like everybody in the baseball world knows that. Baseball is back. Judge is the face of baseball. He's the time athlete of the year. He just signed the biggest contract in baseball. And these are the New York Yankees. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to switch studios. I'll see you on the other side. I'll say good morning. We are headed to December 8th. Thursday time is burning on us. Call me up, though. We'll keep the conversation going. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.